This is the Confessions of a Pastor. A relentlessly real peek behind the scenes of Journey Church in Bend, Oregon. From church in a strip club to a strip mall, going where Jesus would go to reach people Jesus would reach. The good, the bad, and the ugly, all for the glory of God. A journey of misery and miracles. Your hosts are the founders, Pastor Keith and Kara. There really is hope for everyone. Well, hello there, everyone. It is Pastor Keith joined with my best friend, Aww. the one and only Kara Kirkpatrick. That's nice of you. Oh, man. I just think you're so nice. <laughs> Thanks. We're back. Hey, we're back. We're we back. took a break. Happy 2024, everyone. And we did take a little break. It's been probably, what, three or four weeks since? Yeah, I would say maybe four weeks. Our last podcast. We wanted to do something sooner, but. We did not. So we'll catch you up with where we've been. Right. And where we are. Yes. And where we're going. Yes. So let's let's make that our agenda today. Okay. Where we've been, where we are, where we're going. One of the things we told our listeners last time, I think it was a few weeks before Christmas, and that was that we weren't gonna do presents and instead we're gonna acknowledge each other's presence on a trip. That was cute. And we went on Christmas Day down to Southern California. We did. We did. We made it down there, and we made it to the land of palm trees, and we enjoyed some Southern California. And some oceans. Some oceans. Oh, we got to see some big old waves. Yeah, we rented an Airbnb seven houses down from the beach. In Newport Beach. It was awesome. It's about all we could afford, seven houses down. <laughs> It was. It slept all of us. We had lots and lots of teenagers, yep. so it was. It was yeah. good. It was. It sometimes it's good to get away, oh, and um, to uh, let your soul refresh. And come on, um, it was good to get away, but it's also good to be home. Nothing quite like so. Home. We flew down Christmas Day, and the next day, the twenty sixth, we went to Universal Studios. We did the same thing in two thousand seventeen. So exactly five six years ago, we did the same thing, and we said, at least I said to my soul. The first time we did this, we will never go to Universal Studios the day after Christmas uh, ever again. And guess what we did? We did the same thing. <laughs> and I would say about two, three hours into that day at Universal Studios, we looked at each other and said, We're done. We're done. So we started with the Harry Potter ride, and it made me so sick. Mm -hmm. This was the same ride that in that year you were talking about. We went and stood in line for four hours for, because it just had just released. Yep. Um, that's the ride we started with this time, and it made me really sick. So at that point, right. I was pretty done, and that was the first thing we did. We didn't even have to wait in line. It was about a 15-minute yeah, wait. Yeah, walk through. Yeah, we just had to walk through, get on, and both of us were like, man, we're getting too old for this. And uh, we, we went and did a couple things, and then we sat the rest of the day in a restaurant. We did. Waited and, for the kids. And then, then we started thinking through the week, wait a second, we're, we're supposed to go to Disneyland one day. Right. And it costs a boatload. We had not purchased the tickets yet, which maybe we'll tell the drama regarding that as well, because uh, I was going to purchase tickets, then I was going to make sure we got the right day, and I wanted to make sure weather was good. And then we went and looked, and there were no tickets available. Yeah, so that we we were sitting around actually I think at the restaurant yes. that, that uh, on the Universal Day and talking about what day we're going to do Disneyland and stuff and maybe we'll send the kids and then we'll do Catalina Island. Yeah. And so then at the in the same 
time frame, I see a post on social media by someone that's right that like posts and says, by the way, if you're planning on going to Disneyland, make sure you have a reservation. It's not enough just to have a ticket, which we didn't have a ticket either. However, that uh, kind of instigated us to look, and yes. we look, and there is nothing available for the entire week. Which there there were tickets a few days earlier. I'm thinking this is post pandemic world. Like we can right. go back to as many people as possible. Let's let's go. Yeah, and all of a sudden, the day we were supposed to go did not have tickets. Right. There were some on the last day we we're going to be there, and then we we said to ourselves, "Well, wait a second. If we're going to go, maybe we should just let the kids go because they're old enough now. They're old teenagers." Maybe they go into Disneyland. We go do our own thing. Yeah, we were going to do Catalina Island. We were going to do Catalina Island, but boom, the rain came. We had great weather all week. No rain at all that week except for the last day. And that's the day the kids went to Disneyland. We decided not to go to Catalina because there's also El Nino and the ocean was pretty roaring. Yeah. The waves were big. Yeah. We so we did get, we did find them tickets. We to, got them tickets on yeah. the last day. We dropped them off and we went, instead of going to Catalina Island, we went just to a bunch of beaches. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. We went to Huntington Beach, Seal Beach, Sunset Beach. Yeah. We ended up in Long, Long Beach, Beach and did the tour yeah. of Saint, uh, Queen uh, Mary. Queen Mary. Why, uh, I was about to say St. Mary. <laughs> it wasn't St. Mary. It was Queen Mary, which by the way is really cool. If you've never done that, it's, it's a historical cruise ship. I mean, it's awesome. It's like one and a half times the size of the Titanic. Just really rich, cool history. Yeah. A lot of fun. We only spent maybe an hour or so there, but um, it, was, it was fun. So that's what we did for Christmas. We didn't do any presents. We did do stockings, everybody. We're not total Scrooges, uh, but we did do stockings. That was a lot of fun. And I got candy and everything worked out just fine. Yeah, we had our daughter, our oldest daughter home from England, which was very special to spend yep. three weeks with her. We sent her back on a plane yesterday. Come on. But um, it was good. She's in a good place and um, uh, at Cape and Ray in England. And it's, it's a, a phenomenal place. So thankful yeah. for them. So let's go back beyond Christmas, Kara, because we were targeting to do actually the week after our last recording of yes, podcast. we were going to record one. We actually sat down. I don't know if it was twice or once, but we actually sat down and started yeah, recording. Maybe we, did. we started recording twice. And I think 10, 15, 20 minutes into the podcast yeah, or the recording rather, we just yeah. hit you stop and yeah. uh, we we couldn't do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, just, we just weren't in a great space emotionally. And let's let's rewind for the listeners where we were at spiritually because December, my friends, was a really difficult month. It was. It was full of spiritual warfare. Yes. And the well, and I uh, partially um, uh, narrow it or point it back to right after we launched the 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 last podcast we did yes. on the Jezebel spirit, the next day, I feel like all hell broke loose it's in our life. It's point that spiritual warfare is absolutely real. Wherever you are in your journey of faith, you could either ignore it or you can acknowledge that we live in a natural world, the things we can see, and a spiritual world, the things we can't see. We completely took out a stick we put it in the fire yes. and then we just poked the devil a we few did. times and said, Hey, we've got all authority over you yeah. and the devil, I'm going to be really honest. Y'all, the devil got a little pissed off yeah. and sent a, uh, an army he did. of principalities after the Kirkpatrick's. He did. He went after Keith and Kara and some others. And I, I didn't, I haven't even told you this Kara, but there's a person at journey who wrote me during some of these things and said, I know spiritual warfare is happening in your life and I'm praying for you. Oh, wow. Uh, he had had some uh, visions, some revelation, wow. and, and then he asked me 
just uh, last night at mm. Pursuit Night, he said, how's the spiritual warfare going? Is it over? Wow. And, You're and kidding I'm me. I'm not even kidding you. And uh, he brought up with the prayer teams on Thursday nights. Wow. And ended up asking one of our elders about this. You know, said, I got this premonition. I'm praying. And this elder confirmed yeah. to him. Because the elders had to get involved in one of the keep, situations. Keep praying for Pastor Keith and surround him yeah. and his family in prayer. Yeah. And I said, thank you so much. Because what happened was we did that podcast. And within 24 hours, this is no joke, y'all. Within 24 hours, our family was just hit with spiritual warfare. I don't need to go into all the uh, gory details of what that looked like, but it was personal. It was in our family. Within a week, the, the enemy ramped it up because as we shared in the last podcast, uh, God has given us everything we need in terms of weapons and prayer. And we were seeing victory, but the enemy had to keep pressing in because we were seeing victory. Yeah, I just I don't think that he liked it all. It's like what you said. We we just we prodded it. We prodded the enemy with that um, podcast because he he doesn't want any of us to live in victory over mm-hmm. um, spiritual warfare or, or, right. or in in our life. Like it, he wants us to die, you know. But um, right. Uh, so it was it was just. We, we poked him. So <laughs> He poked back. That last episode, in case anyone's joining us right now and, and you have no clue what we're talking about, we talked about the demonic. Specifically, we talked about the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of control. Uh, we, we talked about uh, what that's looked like in our lives and overcoming the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, that is the victory of Jesus Christ, the finished work of Jesus on the cross, the resurrection, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the word of our testimony. That is that that God is doing a good work in our lives. And we, we talked about what that looks like. Yeah. And it's just some tangible things that we've learned. And I would even say since that time, we've, we've both been reading a book uh, on, on demons and demonization. It's really good. We can give that book in just a moment, the, the title. And, but at the end of the day, when you have knowledge of your authority and you put it into practice, you do get to see that victory. Yeah. So leading into December, it was like one thing after another. Yeah. Uh, 2023 was full of hardships, but compared to the previous years, we had a different type of victory over those hardships than ever before. We, we had last May, I had just some intense spiritual warfare. December was full of intense spiritual warfare. Yeah. But here we are now, stepping into a new year. On the day we're recording this, it's January 8th, it's Monday. And man, I would just say we... We're looking forward to what God's going to do in the present reality of, of, of where he's been. Any more thoughts on December or what we experienced, Kara? Uh, I'm glad we're past it. Yes. I think that's, uh, I'm thankful to be past it. I think um, uh, it, was, it was just a reminder that the enemy is real and we, um, we need to be aware of it. Amen. And, and not only is the enemy real, we need to be aware of it. I want to add to that. We need to put into practice yeah. the full armor of God, Ephesians yeah. chapter 6. Amen. As, as we acknowledge that the enemy is going to come after us, we need to stand firm when you've done everything, stand, and then armor up. Get into God's word with the truth. Acknowledge who you are in God's righteousness. Yeah. Keep 
progressing in your salvation. Work out your salvation. Yeah. You know, wherever you go, bring it with you. The, 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 the feet fitted with the gospel of peace. And then even this morning, we were praying together. Just that, that shield of faith yeah. against the lies, the missiles, the darts yeah. of the enemy. It, it is really evident that the enemy is the great accuser who accuses day and night, and he goes after our minds. Yeah. So our minds need to constantly be renewed. transformed, yeah. renewed. Yeah. We need to keep filling our mind with the promises of God, with the truth of God. We need to keep going back into God's Word. We need to keep praising God. Our minds need to continually be uh, reset, if you will. You let yourself go too far without filling it. Yeah. The enemy will. Absolutely. And and we need to do that. And then, of course, that is our weapon, which is the Spirit of, 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 of God, the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure that we're equipped with what God's given us, which is that weapon, His Word, which slays the dragon. Yeah. So that was our December, friends. Uh, no need for pity because... We are overcomers. We're on the other side of it. <laughs> we are right? more than conquerors. And I'll tell you, in marriage, uh, whether you're single or whether you're married, if you're in a marriage relationship and you get through those moments, which in the moment seems so intense, I'm not going to like uh, try to sugarcoat it. They are intense and awful and horrible to be in. When you get on the other side, there's a deeper level of intimacy. And I think that paints the picture of our relationship with God as the bride of Christ and Jesus as the groom. He wants us to go through difficulties with him, mm-hmm. not avoid them, not just live a perfect life. But when we get through it on the other side, we can look at the groom, our relationship and intimacy and say, man, you were there for me. We, mm-hmm. we got through this together. Yeah. And uh, I'm so grateful for God that goes through it with us. Yeah. And I'm grateful for you, Kara. Well, thank you. That we've been through yeah, a lot. we have. And that we get to go through this. Uh, I don't wish it. I don't want it. It's like every time we go through it, I regret saying this, but it's like, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. And then I have to say out loud, like, are we surprised? Yeah. We shouldn't and, be. And really, no, we're not surprised. Yeah. We know the tactics and the track record of the enemy. He's not the creator, so he's not new. We know. But... It doesn't, but just knowing that doesn't necessarily make it easier right. or, um, you know, to go through. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to stand firm. Amen. Um, it's hard to, um, you know, put our faith into practice. Like, um, but, but when we do, it's, it's the only thing that gets you through on the other side with victory. And then you actually have the gladness. It's, it's that scripture that Dan shared. Oh, you weren't there. Um, it was a morning prayer at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. yesterday before church. And uh, Dan, you know, Dan, yeah. he's got this prophetic gift. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he does it in the King James. I'll have to find the verse. It's, it's those who, um, oh, let me, let me actually look it up. I'm going to, um, I don't want to butcher it. Because he, he did it like in the King James. Um, oh, your, your, your grief will turn into joy. Oh, um, what those who um, sow in tears will yep. reap with joy. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Thank you. Um, that's exactly what that's, it is. That actually, that, that verse um, is very meaningful to me, I think, because of all that we've been through. Um, I've clung to that verse. In fact, I think I even have a date by it in my Bible um, as like a... 
a memorial. Yes. Like just, it's a promise of God Amen. that I can cling to in my, in my grief and my sorrow, in my toil yes. that, um, that, um, will reap Amen. joy. That if you're in a present reality of grieving, of tears, yes. of hardship, of pain, yes. it's real. You, you can acknowledge the place you are, yes. but you can cling to the promise. It's not where you're going to stay. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what our Dece- that, that paints the picture of our December. And yeah. this person that gave us this uh, during the prayer time before church yesterday at Journey, he's such a powerful person because he, he weeps when yeah. he does this. And he shared this in tears. Mm. Uh, just a prophetic picture. This is the King James Version. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing mm. his sheaves with him. Amen. And that was literally how he, he quoted it, just yeah. like that in the King yeah. James. There's something powerful uh, about that version, right? It, it really is. And I just... I'm so grateful. And in, in the NIV, what? it says, those that will sow with tears yeah. will reap, reap with songs of joy. Yeah. Those who go out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, will return with seeds of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Yeah. And I, I, What's I just, the reference for that? Psalm 125. Thank you. Psalm 125. And uh, I, I just, I think that paints a picture of where we were and where so many of you have been. Uh, maybe you're in that place right now of pain, suffering. Maybe you've been there before and you couldn't put your finger on it. It's because God does not waste anything, which brings us to the present reality that when you're filled with joy, all of a sudden the joy of the Lord is your strength. You, you have a whole renewed uh, purpose. Yeah, it's actually Psalm 126. Oh, you're um, right. Yeah. So what did I say? Psalm 125. Yeah. That's because but, it's Psalm 126, verse 5. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, I have right by this this. Scripture is actually really meaningful to me. I have right by the date, September 27th, 2022. Wow. That was about about three days before you, three or four days before you came back from to Bend. Come on. From where we were, from your sabbatical. sabbatical And then I I shortly followed after. Um, And that was a season of sowing in tears. Come on. It actually makes me emotional because it, because he was faithful um, to allow us to reap with joy yes. at the other side of it. Yes. He didn't leave us in that place. No. Oh, come on, friends. He's not going to leave you in this place. We embrace the promises of God's word. It's our weapon against the schemes of the enemy. The devil's a deceiver and wants to throw those darts into our minds. Stay in this place. Give up. Yeah. Don't keep going. Yeah. This is it. You're done. And But I'm here to tell you today, you keep going, you're going to experience greater victory and authority, which leads us to the present reality of where we are. You know, yesterday we did six and six, casting the vision yeah. for 2024, which was birthed out of an epiphany that you and I had in conversation. I was wrestling with the theme for 2024. I had gone to God in prayer. I would spent hours in uh, retreat of, of a seeking God, uh, days of uh, and weeks leading up to the fall and uh, early winter and wrestling. And then I brought it to you and said, here's where we are. Here's where we were. I'm so grateful that 2023's theme was just powerful, like many of the themes before, united. Well, yeah. Where are we going to go? We're sitting here and we're dialoguing right in the middle of the dialogue i have the phrase in my mind Mm -hmm. literally the phrase equip the saints unleash the army because we're talking about discipleship we're talking about those not just building up it's going out it's where we are and you you said it before i i said it with my lips you said man it's like we need to equip the saints and unleash the army and i just remember (laughs) screaming like what 
right? No, 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 no. This is, yeah. and I just, it was like, there's moments in life that are so crystal clear. That I was like, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's our theme. Yeah. And usually we just have one word themes or, or, or short phrases, but I was mm-hmm. like, this is, it's a longer phrase than normal, but this is it. Yeah. Equip and unleash. Yeah. Yeah. And who are we equipping? The saints. It's our identity. When you believe in Jesus, you are yeah. no longer defined as a right. sinner or, or, or someone that's defeated. You're a saint. You're set apart. Now, you're not just, uh, it's not a holy huddle. You're a part of God's army. Yeah, you, totally. You're unleashed to go be bold, to put into practice, to yeah. go... Uh, to use the weapons of warfare that we've been given. Come on, overcome the enemy. Yeah. Uh, take back the land that yeah. the enemy is occupying. Is occupying, right? And, and, Absolutely. And, and to take it by force. Yeah. yeah you, to recognize this language through the scriptures everywhere from Genesis to yeah. Revelation 22. It's ours. Yeah. Advance victory the kingdom. Is, yeah, is Let's ours. go. Yeah. So that's yeah. the theme. And yesterday we did six and six and we had six of our preachers. I didn't preach yesterday. I got to host and that was an honor. And just to hear powerfully how the Holy Spirit weaves in from different yeah. perspective, personalities. Listen, this is God's word. We're to be equipped, which is another word for that is discipled, uh, trained up, and then unleashed. We're, we're to, to go for it with with all that God's given us. We're, we're to go out. We read that in today's scripture, Mark chapter six. Jesus sent them out. Oh yeah, by twos. They were called. Yeah, and sent he sent them out. out and gave them the authority to uh, cast out impure spirits Come and on. to heal the sick. Right, Come on. something like that. Like, yes, they did three things. They preached the gospel. Yeah. They cast out yes. demons and they, and heal they healed the, the sick. sick. The yeah. same thing Jesus did. And somehow we make it more complicated in the church yeah. today. But yeah. we're called to do the same thing. Yeah. We're called to share the gospel. Yeah. We're called to deliver people yep. from unclean spirits. And we're called to heal the sick. Yeah. That's, it's, it's simple. Yet the church is divided over this. Uh, yeah. The church is paralyzed over this. Yeah. Uh, the church um, disputes this. Uh, but it's it's... Seems really clear, uh, clear and simple. So at Journey, that's going to be our focus this year at Journey Church. We're gonna we're gonna narrow in and just say this is gonna be our focus. Now we are not naive, especially going off what we just did in December, to say the enemy is not gonna like no what we're doing. We're 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 gonna step in to the enemy's territory, and what we're gonna say is we're taking the full promise of God's word from the beginning to the end. And now we're going to say, put this into practice, saints. And one of the great problems of the church is Christians have not put into practice what it means to be a Christian. We go to church, we call ourselves Christians, but then we live like we're a defeated foe. We live like like the world. I feel like that's actually one of, it was one of the common themes that that kind of was woven through the six messages yesterday Mm -hmm. was was essentially like, I think of Pastor Noah's message of to read the word and to do the word. Mm -hmm. Like super simple, right? Don't just hear it. Pastor Chelsea calls out the church and and says, wake up, you know, Like, like don't just... Um, say you're a Christian, mm-hmm. like like actually live this thing. Because what is the point? So good, um, man. And- if you all missed that, go find January seventh, six and six at Journey Church, because it was they were life altering messages. They they yeah, were they, really a call to rise up. They were, and I I I would I was proud of all six of them that they. Um, uh, stepped up and they um, presented and they're essentially they, they ushered the way for a, an unleashing of the mm-hmm. church 
um, to to do this, Amen. you know, to actually make our faith real. Yes. Um, which which requires a, a obedience. It requires a full surrender. It requires right. repentance. Right. Um, it requires being in the Word, right. which we've challenged people to this year in 2024 to be. Re- oh, and re- so many people are committed to that this year. More than I've ever seen at the, at the, in the history of Journey of yes. people. I've had people text me um, asking questions. What version of the Bible? Um, do you read it in? Like, I, I am so thrilled to see the amount of people that are actually taking it serious. Come on. Um, because they, it, it will bear fruit in their life. Like, yes. it will. The, yes. the Word of God is living and active. It's life. It's, it's, um, it's like bone. It's like the bone marrow. You know, it's mm. like we can't live without it. And when we get in it, it's just it brings life upon life upon life. Yes. And so to to actually see people getting into the word and then like um, Pastor Leanne, our, our pastor of women's ministry, she's uh, launched a, a study today actually that um, that that's equipping women into to getting into the word for themselves to to um, practice spiritual disciplines and. Mm. Um, understand what it really genuinely means to battle the war that we're in. And it is a war. And, mm-hmm. and Jesus is victorious. He, he is. Come on. Um, uh, but we, we, it is, it's a war. Yeah. So um, just to see people get excited to actually um, take it serious and to, to take the challenge of, of the call that the church is putting out right. is really powerful. I'm really, really excited for 2024. It I'm is. probably more excited for 2024 than any other year that I've been at Journey. Right. And I would say a major part of that is we had such a fruitful 2023. We did. And there were more people than I think ever before at Journey Church that read through the Bible in a year last year. Mm. Because coming out of last year and into a new year and saying, who's going to read through the Bible? So many people came out and said, I just did it this year for the first time. Yeah. I completed this yeah. year. I just and there did was, it this year for the first time too. Absolutely. It was my very first time doing it. And it was fantastic. And the fruit that we saw this year, I can't mistake and say that that's because we did it together. We were united together. Yes. And that's, by the way, friends... Not to be mistaken, like, okay, we had more than a thousand salvations at Journey Church yeah. this year that were recorded and documented. We had more than 200 baptisms, yeah. more than we've had any other year in a given year. The year prior, we had almost 200, but this year we had over 200. Yeah. It was a very fruitful year, yes. but it was hard. I launched a camp- campaign t- to just financially uh, trust in the Lord, and we had Hundreds of people leave the church. Yeah, I mean, it was like th- th- those. Well, those are hard things to go they through. They are, and I think that we can take, we can look at what we went through, and we can, and we can say, um, like we talked about in the staff meeting last week, when when you try and take people from glory to glory, mm-hmm. so you're 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 teaching people to full surrender. You're teaching people to be obedient, mm-hmm. to actually let God be God in their life, right? So let God be uh, the the Lord, Lord of Savior. their yeah. finances. Yes. Um, people don't like that. people don't like it. Yes, and so it, so to, to go to next level, right. You have to surrender. Right. So what I want to just make sure to emphasize, based on everything you just said, care about the excitement of 2024 and what God can do in each of our lives, because we are the church, capital C. God's advancing His kingdom across the globe because Jesus is coming soon, my friends. Is as you get into God's word and. You do God's word. James says, don't just be hearers, but do, do be doers. Where is faith without works? It's dead without works. As you do that, you have to consciously and on the offense be ready for the enemy. 
And sometimes the attacks come when you least expect it. It could happen in the middle of the night. It could happen to your family. It could happen to your health. It could happen to, you don't know exactly what is going to happen, but I'm just, I want to prepare the army of God that we are going out. God's given us everything we need. We do not need to be afraid. I look at 2 Timothy 1.7. God did not give us a spirit of fear. This is not a spirit of timidity, but he gave us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, a spirit of self-control. Let's remember who we are. We are blood-bought, born-again, spirit-filled believers in Jesus. I I watched a sermon recently as the person I was telling you about um, earlier that was uh, shared a a revelation from scripture about Jesus being amazed that he was only amazed two times at the lack of faith in his hometown mm-hmm. and the faith of the centurion mm-hmm. that just believed that Jesus could say it and it would happen. And Jesus yeah. said he marveled at his faith. He was amazed at his faith. Um, this person also talked about what it, what it means to be a Christian. And he's like, I'm a, I'm a Korean, which means I, I, I'm never not a Korean. <laughs> If I go to a different place, it doesn't change who I am. Yeah, I can't just, I can't just be a Mexican. I can't just be somebody else because that's who I am. I was mm-hmm. born Korean, you know. And if, if we're going to be a Christian, mm-hmm. that needs to be who we are. Absolutely, it can't change we when don't, you go to work or right. uh, good times we're or bad times. We're not just a Christian on Sunday morning. No, it's 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 actually our identity, like a nationality. Yeah, yeah. we are ambassadors. We yes. are. This is our identity. Wherever we go, it doesn't change us. You know, he gave an example of if he goes to Mexico City, because he's in Mexico doesn't mean that now he's a Mexican. (laughs) You know, he's still a Korean in Mexico. Well, we are of the kingdom of God in this world. So we're not of the world, but we're in the world. We are Christian. We are people like Christ. So Korean means that I'm a person from Korea. You know, uh, American means I'm of America. Right. A Christian means I'm of Christ. I'm a person like Christ. Right. He's my identity. He's yep. who I am. And the enemy is going to hate that because he wants to destroy what God's doing. He does. And, and, and the, we need to understand what our weapons are. Like, yep. you know, it takes us back to being in the word, the, Come on. the, the truth, the word, like yes. everything yes. we have to be in the word. Cause if we can't, we can't live like Jesus or be an ambassador for Jesus. If we don't even know who he was or what he did or, you know, um, so we have to be in the word and we have to use the weapons. Like I actually also think about the, um, the call to 40 days of prayer and fasting that, that we're Mm -hmm. doing with the church that starts on on January 10th. Um, and, and it's a call to, um, to fast and to pray, uh, for breakthrough. Let's go. And, um, that's, that's huge to me. Like I'm looking forward to seeing the fruit of that. We're going to celebrate, with testimonies um, on February 18th at Pursuit Night, yes, because I I know that God's gonna He's gonna for people that take it seriously mm-hmm. when we really really fast when we really pray when we really give God a full surrender, um, He's faithful. He's yes. faithful. He's faithful. He's you're gonna get breakthrough. Right. Let's 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 go there for a second. As we talk about 40 days of prayer and fasting, a lot of churches in America are doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. We could have done that. Yes. I I intentionally chose 40 for the purpose of creating a habit through this rhythm. 
that we would spend some purposeful, intentional time with God, that we would give up, which is what the fasting part of this is, that we give up. I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm actually somewhat nervous for this because mm. one of my commitments is I want to do a food fast mm-hmm. one day a week yeah. in addition to yeah. fasting from something I love for yeah. someone I love more. Mm-hmm. So when you fast from something, whether it be social media or whether it be uh, some food substance or whether it be some some habit in your life that you say, I'm going to give this up. And when I yearn for that or desire it, I'm going to go to God instead. So if I'm going to, instead of watching this, I'm going to pray during that time. Or instead of doing this or eating this, when I yearn for it, I'm going to yeah. pray and say, God, I want to hunger for you like I'm hungry yeah. for this. Amen. You know, And I look at that and say, the breakthroughs that will come out of that based upon the promise of God's word, like when the disciples could not cast out a demon yeah. out of a boy, Jesus said, this right. kind... Only can only comes happen out. with prayer yep. and fasting. Yep. Yep. Like when you're really intentional, yeah. God's going to bless that. Yeah. Because now you're, you're welcoming His presence. You're spending time with God. You're becoming like Him because who you spend time with is who you become like. Right. That's just the truth. Yeah. What you listen to is what's going to fill your heart and your mind. I'm looking forward to that. So friends, even if you listen to this after January 10th, 40 days of of anything could start anytime. Yeah. Just like reading through the Bible in a year. You don't have to start January 1st. You can go through the Bible in a year anytime. Just yeah. start and it only takes a year. Right. And by the way, if you want that plan, that Bible reading plan, it's on our website at journeyinben.com. There's a free PDF. You can just go, you can download that. I believe it's right on our homepage. It is. There's a link to it on the homepage. Yes. So if you go there right now, I'm just going to go. Yep. It's right in the middle of our homepage on the first page, Bible reading plan, download it here. Join us at any time, get into God's word. So God's words get, gets into you. Cause like you said, you went through it last year for the first time. Yeah. The whole it was Bible. pretty life-changing for me, to be honest, um, because for, for layers of reasons, yes. I mean, number one, it was like, it created a habit. Mm. So I did it every single morning. First thing when I woke up, that's when we both do it. Right. And it, for, for, I mean, to be perfectly honest for you've been doing it for how many years, like seven or eight. This was my seventh year. Okay. So I'm going into the eighth okay. time. So one, one of the years that you did it, um, we were, I, it was, it was one of those really hard years that we, that we were really in, in a, a war and a, mm-hmm. a struggle. And, mm-hmm. um, you would do it every morning. And there was a part of me that was like a, a little bit like angry, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you're giving God, you know, your first part of your day and ignoring all of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that was, mm-hmm. that, that was how it felt. Okay. Um, but, um, I'm in a totally different place now. Sure. So God has taken me from Praise glory God. to glory. Come on, somebody. Um, so now it's like I, I get up and I look forward to it. And it's mm. the first thing that we do. Amen. And um, so number one, it's trained me to get into the the living word of God every mm. single morning. Yes. And now it, the the plan that we do is a five day plan. And so there's two days if we do if I complete each one. There's two days yeah. that um, I don't have it. So mm. if I've done all five, then now I actually am still at want to be in the word. Mm-hmm. So I'm just reading other things, Come you know, on. during, or I'm, or I'm reading books with it and, yes, and other, other things. So other devotions, yeah. I've, yeah. I've got a, I'm doing a, a, a devotion right now by Jackie L. Perry. That's been really oh. good. Come on. Uh, her, I think it's the only one she has out, but um, it's new. Um, but uh, anyway, so it's created the habit and obviously it's also given me life. I've mm. studied God's word 
uh, probably more than I ever have in the past, more consistently. Mm. I've done many, many, many Bible studies, but this was just different. Mm. Um, so anyway, I, I'm thankful for it. And um, I would encourage any of you listening to do it. It's uh, one of the sweetest part of my days that we are reading the same thing. And so I get to ask you just yeah. very generic questions like, hey, what'd you get out of that yeah. today? And then oh, usually, not every time, but many times, it's the same thing. You know, th this stuck out to me. Oh, that stuck out to me too. And we're able to actually dialogue about it, have discussions about it. Whereas if you're only doing a reading plan or I'm only doing a reading yeah. plan or one and person's doing it and the other's not, it's, it's a lot harder to do life together. Yeah. Because you're not oh, sharing is. in the same, uh, let, let's say the word of God is like our meal. You know, when Jesus was tempted by Satan, uh, when he was fasting, ironically, uh, just Satan said, turn these rocks into, into bread. You know, and Jesus says, man does not live by bread alone, but by yeah. the word of God. And uh, I, I look at that and say, the word of God is our sustenance. Yeah. So if only one person in a marriage relationship is feeding on the word of mm -hmm. God, it's, it's actually hard mm -hmm. to nourish somebody mm -hmm. else on what you fed. Yeah. But for us to be in it together has been really life-giving, I believe, for our marriage, for our conversations, for uh, just dialogue. You know, being married now over 20 years, Kara. Yeah, Boom. we, did, we, we didn't High even five. talk about that. Yep. We celebrated our 20th this um, while we were in Southern California On the for 27th. a break. And um, you had a very special song for me that was super cute. Mm. Um, and that was special. I, I had a song made for Kara. Yes. I didn't write it myself, but I used it. You created the content yes. and they kind of put it together and it was pretty cool. Because we've been married 20 years, y'all. That is like a, a miracle today. Yeah. Uh, it's a miracle it when is. we know what we've been through. Yeah. But I would say it makes it more fruitful because the longer you're together, if, if you don't build your marriage... It will become complacent. It oh, will go yeah. cold. It will um, grow hard because you do change. Yeah. And whenever someone says like, oh, this person's changed. I want to be like, are you an idiot? Of course that person's changed. You've changed. Like we all change. Like, but what we've got to do is grow together as we change yeah. in life. Yeah. Of course life's going to change, but we need to figure out ways. And I, I think one of the ways we do that is the word of God. And I appreciate your transparency there. So as we step into 2024 and we get into God's word, uh, we're going to start next Sunday at Journey Church, a, a new study through the book of Ephesians. Mm -hmm. We're going to take I'm our time through. About. It's, it's such a great book. It's filled with uh, just a, an ocean's deep yeah. uh, knowledge of mm -hmm. who Jesus is, mm -hmm. the revelation of who he is, and then out of that, mm -hmm. who we are. You know, what does it mean to follow Jesus and, and, and interpersonal in our relationships, uh, whether you're a child or a parent or uh, a married person or not, um, a boss or a worker or just a, a follower of Jesus, a soldier of God. It's, it's yeah. going to be really good. I don't know how long we're going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take our time. I'm seeking the Lord in this, but I too am eager to get into this book together, yeah. study it together as a church, but I'm getting ready. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually yeah. armoring up Absolutely. saying, all right, here we go. Praying it up. Come on. Getting prepared. Yes. Um, so on January 21st, we're going to have baptisms. Come on. Um, and that was kind of instigated by, uh, I, 
I was at the women's event, the women's Christmas event Mm -hmm. that we put on at the church. And I had a a, a sweet younger gal come up to me Mm -hmm. and say, um, I need to get baptized. When's the next time you're doing baptisms? And she just kind of went on to tell me her, their story. And they recently got saved and, and, and then kind of fell back into their, the world, you know, that their way of life and that they were were practicing. It was familiar. They fell back into familiarity and she, she recognized it. It was mm. like the, the Holy Spirit had convicted them. Praise God. And um, to that's, the point where she's repentance. like, I have to get baptized. Yes. Like she was urgent about it. Wow. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get your number. We're going to put it on the calendar mm. and I'm going to text you and tell you when it is. Come on. And so we're doing it January 21st. Yes. I'm looking forward to that Sunday. And I know several other people that are getting baptized. Also people new to the faith. Yeah. And that's, that's what's exciting to watch people really dive into obedience quickly. Yes. I, I, when we started Journey Church 14 years ago, we called a lot of Christians out of complacency who had been Christians for many decades who had never been baptized. Oh, yeah. And there were so many stories We've the had elders years. get baptized. Yeah, numerous times. Elders, yeah. pastors. Yep, yep. Uh, we've had spouses of pastors get baptized yeah. who have been going to church their whole lives. Yeah. And then there's a fear of yeah. what will it look like if I get baptized after I've been going to church or I've worked at a church or been in leadership, when in reality, it's it's a call to obedience. Right. Jesus told us to get baptized. Right. He said, go make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching yeah. them all that I've commanded. That's, that's not an option. And so to watch people not wait years or decades to get baptized... But in New Testament style, yes. get saved and get baptized. Yeah. It's absolutely um, inspiring. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it as well. We're going to have special musical, musical guests that week, Jonathan Trailer, uh, which I'm pumped because uh, neither of us really knew of Jonathan Trailer too much. Uh, I don't know if you knew him at no, all. No, I didn't know him at all I until we saw I, him. I knew of him, but yeah. it wasn't... Um, a, I didn't really know much about him, but we saw him at Impact Church in Scottsdale, Arizona in March of 2023. Yeah. And I yeah. was just like, oh, this, this is, this is my guy. This, this is fun. This is, this is my style. Yeah. So you got to go listen. If, if, if you hear this before January 21st, go find Jonathan Trailer on any platform, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music, because he is inspiring. It's an infusion of, of gospel, of, of current uh, con- contemporary worship, but he's got an energy and a heart that, that can't be... Yeah. Um, uh, fit, you know, uh, fraudulent. He's, he's the real deal. Yeah. And I'm honored that to have him as a guest yeah. at Journey Church. I'm super stoked of what that's going to look like for us, bringing in you know, so, so something different to our region yeah. and to Journey Church. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be too. a good Sunday. It's going to be a real good Sunday. It's yeah. going to be our second week in Ephesians. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we're, this, we talked about 2024 this year is going to be a, a year of momentum at Journey Church, a year of advancing. Yes. As we turn 14, that number in, in the scriptures is, is an image of deliverance and salvation yeah and we're taking that serious too many times in the church people get saved 
but not delivered. Mm. And so we want to see a complete freedom from strongholds. Yes. And we want to see people walking in liberty because yeah. when you have truth, Jesus said the truth will set, will you, set free. you free. So you, when you absolutely when you abide in God's word, when you obey God's word, there's going to be liberty that comes with yes. that. So we're going to see an advancement of that. So we got Jonathan Trailer, January 21st, baptisms that day. Yep. Then just a month later, we've got our birthday. Right. And Kara, we haven't even told anybody this news uh, yet, but we just secured Ryan Ellis to lead worship that day. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be good. I just listening today, I literally listening today and looking at Ryan Ellis. Go go watch some of his YouTube videos, his Instagram videos. He just reminds me of the Justin Bieber of the worship world. <laughs> I mean, he's got this R&B uh, gospel worship heart. He's a singer songwriter. He's he's written songs for some of the best out there. But he is, man. I just he's real. Yeah. And I read some of his story today. Uh, he's a military vet. He served our country. Mm. He he tragically with his wife. They lost a one and a half year old child in 2019. Mm. And so when he's written songs like it's going to be all right. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like this is why we got to have guys like this at Journey Church. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it's real. Yeah. And one of our core values would be relentlessly real. Like if we're going to worship, yeah. I don't need this fake it till you make it. This sounds yeah. good. You look good. Like, no, that's not what we need. Yeah. We need to get real with God mm -hmm. and it's okay to get creative. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be creative, to offer different flavors and styles. And that's what we'll be doing to start yeah. off 2024. Yeah. And traditionally we do baptisms on our birthday too. Yeah. So, so we might do them again a month later. We're going to do baptisms a month after we yeah. do baptisms, yeah. which this is going to be the year. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. I'm getting ready like this. I feel like we're getting ready to step into war, but we already yeah. know that we've won the war. Right. We already we already know that when we go into battle, we're going to be victorious over that. It's going to yeah. be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, it also comes to mind that we uh, last night we launched Pursuit Night again. Come on. Uh, which was great. I think it was a really powerful night of it worship was. and prayer. And Super we were intimate. able to um, kind of send off Pastor David um, and on his an wife on an eight-week sabbatical. Week sabbatical. Yep. Um, which is pretty special, I think. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're gonna be praying for them to be be filled with the Spirit and refreshed, and you know that they're at a place they're unlike where we were. We were at a yeah. place of emptiness and brokenness when we went on sabbatical, and out of that, I'm just like everyone needs a sabbatical. Yeah, even if you're not broken, even if you're not empty, uh, it's Sabbath is biblical to just rest. And so, friends, we, we need to make sure that we're resting and, and reminding each other, holding each other accountable. Jesus constantly, he'd go do ministry and then went and rested. Yeah. Went and spent time with the Father. Love learning from Jesus. Right? That's, That's where I we love, should learn. Love getting in the Word and seeing His rhythm and be like, okay, we don't have to make this up. You don't have to do this alone. Yeah. We need each other. We need to look to Jesus, learn from Jesus, be like Jesus. Man, what, what a good thing. It's so what, at, at the end of looking towards 2024, mm -hmm. um, what, uh, what do you see as uh, would be a win to you? If, if we get to the end of 2024, okay. what are you either uh, aiming towards or, or looking forward to? Um, what's the target mm -hmm. of 2024? Well, I will tell you based on where I've been and where, where we've been, uh, the last few years now and what's burning on my heart as we talk about equip the saints and unleash the army. 
this is not like a spiritual program. This is not cliche, like we're trying to just inspire people. This is what churches do. They have programs, and we come up with uh, campaigns and initiatives. For me, I want to see a move of God, mm -hmm. that there's an advancement, whether it's in my life as an individual, our marriage, our kids, our family, and then I want to see the church. And I'm talking about the church capital C experience a move of God unlike anything we've seen before. So what I'm talking about is seeing a work of God that, that has to be God. Yeah, It's supernatural. Now, because of that, Kara, this is faith, I can't even give you the articulation of sure. exactly what that looks like. I can't give you a number of how many salvations that's yeah. going to be. I can't give you a number of how many baptisms it's going to be. I can't give you a number of even advancement financially. I've got goals set, and I've got plans and strategies in place, and I'm praying over those things every single day. But literally, I'm believing God for more. I'm taking God at his word, and I'm believing him for more. So one of the commitments I've made this year, and so far, we're eight days into this, and so far so good, is I'm journaling much more intentionally my prayer requests. So I'm praying for Journey Church in Redmond, unlike anything I've mm, done before, for awesome. Pastor Luke, yeah. the leadership there. I'm praying for Pastor Alex at the City Church in Uganda, unlike anything I've, mm. I've prayed before. Because in the past, I've just prayed periodically mm -hmm. for people, for things. I'm praying for our finances at Journey Church, mm -hmm. unlike anything I've ever prayed before. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I'm not just saying, God, I want you to show up in these areas. I want the supernatural in these yeah. areas. Amen. I want to see the, the widow's might in these yeah. areas. I, I want to see... Uh, the promise of God's word that we read in Malachi. Yeah. I want to see the promise of what we see Jesus said that we shouldn't just tithe, but we should advance yeah. in justice and mercy yeah. and advocating Amen. for the poor. And so I really have a holy expectation, and I mean that. I've used that phrase before, but I have a holy expectation. God's going to do what only God can do. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see debts eradicated. We're going to see people healed miraculously mm -hmm. in ways we've never seen before. We're, we're going to see... I. I would love to envision all these things, but I can't because all I can do is say, here's what I know is that when God shows up, I can't even, he, he does, he goes above and yeah, beyond my expectation absolutely. because it's by faith. Yeah. So I'm going to show up, Kara, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to let God do the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to show up with every ounce of energy, every ounce of faith that I can. Yeah. And then I'm going to say, you go, God. You go and yeah, you go amen. do the rest. So I really expect by the end of 2024, the one word we ought to have for the year is, wow. <laughs> wow. Right. God did more. Yeah. He did more than I, I could have imagined. Like I, I thought I knew, but yeah. he did more. He, like like I look at Journey Church right now and I say, I think God in a year could double Journey Church, yeah. no problem. I really do. I don't know how because I don't staffing wise and yeah. severely how could our kids ministry double? Yeah. That would be almost like a mega church for kids ministry, you know, like I, the, I, just for the numbers of kids. How how could we do those things? I don't know, but I know God is able. Yeah. I knew we could put the right people into play, and I know when we see people right, the potential of what God can do. So, yeah, at the end of 2024, I hope we can look back at this podcast and say, wow. Yeah. You know, the, the one word uh, a few days ago, well, I, th I think it was on maybe New Year's Day, we talked in our family. We said, what's the one word you... Yeah. think God's going to, like God is defining this year in your yeah. life. And everyone had to choose a word. Mm -hmm. and I don't remember how we got on this, but everyone in our family yeah. gave a word. 
And what was your word, Kara? Well, I, I would change it now, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, or maybe I just have two. I have two right. words so now. Tell us the word you gave on the first. Okay. Okay. So the word I gave on the first was victory. victory. This was going to be your victory for mm. me in, in spiritual, spiritually, um, all kinds of ways. Okay. Uh, victory. I'm not going to live in defeat. Mm. Um, and then I also feel like God has, has just kind of led me to this place of, well, in order to have victory, I have to have full surrender. So it's surrender and it's victory mm, both. Okay. So I've got two. All right. Well, we'll just make those one. We'll put a dash in between them. There you go. Or, you surrender, know, a, a backwards. victory. Okay. Uh, what do you, uh, so I, I love that. Uh, so mine is kind of the same thing. And it's the two words that just keep resonating my soul for this year. So yours is surrender and victory. Mine is salvation and deliverance. Mm. And so salvation yeah. and deliverance. And I don't even mean it in just other people who are not saved to be saved. I even mean it myself. Paul says, work out your salvation. Yeah. So I, it's not that I'm not saved. Yeah. I want to continually to be sanctified. Yeah. I want to continually understand what it means to have the helmet of salvation. I want to continually grow in that. And out of the overflow, I'm leading people in that. Yes. And with salvation comes deliverance. Yes. It's being set free from the demonic, yes. set free from sin, yes. set free from generational bondage, yep. from something your grandparents did, something your, your parents did, saying, be gone, be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So uh, I, I think that's going to be powerful. Our kids gave great one words as well. I don't remember exactly what they were, but they, they had their own. So they friends, did. If, yeah. if you have a, a one word for this year, we would love to hear what that is. You can DM us. You could text us. You could uh, find us somewhere, email us. We yeah. would love to hear what is God doing to you? What are you looking forward to in 2024? Uh, we looked back at the end of 2023 with you. We looked at our present reality. Yeah. Then we looked forward to this year. This has been a special time. It has been. We, we really enjoy this. We're so grateful for so many of you that encourage us. Uh, this, is, this was a great experiment for us when we started this podcast. It's been a dream of mine for a while to just process, the, mm. just confess the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. You know, all for the glory of God. Amen. Because nothing is wasted with God. Yes. And... This has been beyond our expectations. Yes. So this has become a community in some sense. Mm -hmm. We love talking to some of you about who listen to this and encourage us. Uh, you're a blessing to us. So may yes. I just say thank you to so many of you that have told both Kara and myself through this past year yeah. that you've listened because we're blown away. I'll yeah. tell you, we're humbled. Yeah. We're encouraged. Uh, we're honored because I, I feel like we're all on this journey together. Because mm -hmm. some of you are just like, oh, me too. Or that helped me mm -hmm. or that encouraged me or whatever the case mm -hmm. might be. And we're just like, okay. Yeah. So our story is not wasted. Yeah. So if God could use our story to help your story, praise God. Yeah. We give him the glory. Amen. And that's what this is all about. Amen. So that today, as we just end our time here, I could just tell you whatever you're going through, it is not wasted. Yes. Find God in your story. So if you're in the hard place, hold on to that Psalm 126, yes. verse five and six that we talked about earlier, earlier, uh, or, 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 yeah. or look forward to what God's going to do. It, man, if you're, if you're not done, God's not done. Right. So don't give up, my friends. Yeah. God's going to do a good thing. And so uh, wherever you are, if you're able to make it to Journey Church, uh, man, I'm telling you, God is doing a movement right now. Yeah. Unlike anything we've seen before, looking forward to what this year is going to bring. Yeah. And uh, I just think we should probably finish our time in prayer and believe God's best. Lord, would you please do more than we can even ask or think? God, 
Your church is your bride, and we want to be prepared for your second coming. So I'm just asking that in our lifetime, we would see you do things we've never seen before. And the young people, God, raise up a generation unlike anything the church has ever seen before. Through children, through teenagers, through youth, we declare in the name of Jesus, they are yours. God, we pray right now for for single people who might even be hurting or alone. Maybe they're not, but you've called them for your purpose. We say unleash an army right now of people that would do great work for you, God. Show them your identity in them, that that they are children of God. I want to lift up marriages this year, that the devil has been working overtime for too long, defeating marriages. Too many marriages are ending in divorce. And we declare right now in the name of Jesus, would you bring back the sanctity of marriage, bring it back, God, to what you designed. It was your purpose from the very beginning. You made man and woman uh, for the purpose that they would help one another, that we we are better together. So God, I, I declare right now a new movement of marriages that will give you the glory, that what the enemy sought to devour, you would bring back and restore, not just a little bit, but by your word implanted in our hearts, 30, 60, 100 fold, that we would see a multiplication of the uh, abiding of obedience in you, that we would see you do great things. Oh God, I know I'm getting away in prayer here, but I just want to see you work through your church, Lord. And I pray that for the listeners here on this podcast, that you would equip them this year and unleash them to go do your work. That we are called to be set apart as saints, that you, you want us to be your disciples, that we should be like you, Jesus. But we're not just to be in a holy huddle. We want to go out and be an army of God. We want to be soldiers for you, Jesus. We want to do as Paul declared at the end of his life. We want to fight the good fight, Lord. So I ask that you would you would help us with that, Lord. We wouldn't do it on our own strength, but we know we can do all things through you, Lord, who gives us strength. So we thank you for these things today in the wonderful, great name of Jesus, the name above all names. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks for joining us on the journey of Confessions of a Pastor. Please hit subscribe and rate. We are better together. See you next time.